Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where we give you your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, it's DL. How's it going, Tommy? What up, buddy? How are Lunch you? Lunchtime session. Lunchtime session. It's light outside. What's it happening? Is. I'm it so is. confused by all this. It's it's another four weeks of the lockdown, so we've changed the formula. <laughs> yeah. We changed the another formula. Another four weeks. <laughs> well, I was thinking of change, changing the intro to being like, we give you, we talk about things we like, but we talk about them as if we don't like them. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what we do a lot, listening back to our episodes. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes sure. we listen to this things This may be like. another, well, from my perspective, this will be another week of that. Oh, yeah. Um, no, you don't like topic. this, surely. Surely, I agree. Surely you don't like this. Well, I don't like it, and I'm going to talk about it like I don't like it. Yes. Hints to We'll get to, to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. How, how have you been, mate? What have you been? I've been good. I've been good. You know, Surviving pretty, lockdown? Yeah, without. I don't want to bore everyone. It's been a crazy time with work, but I still get in my viewings, right? Because we're in yeah. lockdown, and there's Tell nothing else to do. So Dude. I've been watching a few things. How about you? I've been so busy with work, I've had zero time to even watch stuff. The uh, other right. day, literally the other day, I was watching... In the background, just had it on the TV in the background. Didn't even get to look at it. I was working until nine thirty on this r- stupid project. I it was, was like, just it was just white noise to you. I couldn't even I couldn't yeah. even look up. Yeah. But I've I've caught a couple of things. What have you been What have you been up to? Uh, I've been, been going through uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine season seven. Um, this show the is final as good seasons as, coming out, right? Is it the final one? The final seasons oh, out. Yeah. Bummer. I know. I really love that show. This show is as good as I remember it. I took a break, but it's freaking great. Um, I feel like they've kept a really consistent level of quality. It is. Yeah. There's a li- there's a little dip in the middle, but there's enough like cool, fun character like char- characters who are quirky enough to keep you entertained. There's just they just throw jokes at you constantly. Yeah. Is what I like about that show. It's well, like constantly doing. There was a really interesting thing that I was reading. This is this is years ago, but so I think it's a, a comedy with dramatic moments, right? Um, which I which I really enjoy. I personally kind of prefer dramatic dramas with comedic moments so prime example of that is like scrubs so like the first four seasons of scrubs isn't a comedy it's more of like a drama but has those comedic moments and then there's a there's a shift in like season five or six where it becomes more comedy focused with dramatic moments mm-hmm. and i think it works way better to have it the way around it is in brooklyn 99 because you need that. You need the comedy up top. Like mm-hmm. you can't have. An, an, That's Adam a good Zander analogy. Again. Both those shows are pretty similar yeah. in their approach. Yeah. Like you're right. The ratio maybe has switched back Absolutely. and forth over the years. But um, I'd agree with that. What else? I've been watching uh, Peaky Blinders. I'm halfway through oh, the yeah, most recent season. About that. Love that show. Tom Hardy still in that? I don't want to say anything. Okay. Um, that means he's gonna die. Great. I mean, it doesn't mean he's gonna die. It just means he's not in it right now. Uh, the reality is, this show is on the Mount Rushmore for me. I think. Oh, really? Of shows. Yeah. I'm coming to that realization. I've heard um, that a lot. To be it's it's up there. And then oh, another one. That's, sorry, sorry, interrupt. By the way, yeah. guys, uh, for anyone who wants to know, there are there will be time codes in the description. So if you want to listen to us jibber about what we've been doing what we've been up to, like, feel free, go ahead. Or if you want to skip ahead to the main topic, or if we talk about something spoilery, we will call it out. So time codes will be below. Sorry to interrupt. You go. It's all good. I and do that I every week. I was going to say, finish up with uh, the other thing I've been watching is Archer, which is kind of very <laughs> similar with, it's very similar to Brooklyn Nine-Nine in that the jokes just constantly fire. So there's high rewatch value. You yeah. miss things. And then, of course, it's true what they say. Time flies when you're having fun. We are progressing through Hogwarts at an alarming rate. Wow. Um, Where are you up to? We are at uh, the best one, Goblet of Fire. Four? 
That's my favorite start one as of the well. fourth, yeah. Which actually gets a lot of flack because it, it cuts big swaths of the book out. Swathes of the book out? Is that, is I that mean, it? but it's a big book, that yeah, one. Yeah, so it cuts a lot. Like, so, But I still think it keeps the core elements, right? I, so think, I think that's the best one. Admittedly, it loses a lot from the actual Triwizard Tournament, right? That's the key point of it. It loses the point scoring system. It loses a lot about some of the, the judges people from the books. Like, there's a, there's a lot of There's a little bit new, there. a lot more nuance. There yeah. is. But I still th- think it keeps the core of that book way better than five, six, seven. Do. I just don't know how you could make that movie any different. Like you, you either make it like a three and a half hour movie oh, to yeah. add that That's nuance, you or you don't. How long is that movie? I, I, it's longer, reality. but I think it's probably just like two and a half. Yeah. Like my point is, like one. I think they did as good a job you can oh, for that agreed. length. Agreed. Yeah, because three and three and four are probably my favorites. Yeah, same. I like three. Same. I think three gets that gets the the tonal shift and also like. The tonal shift right, but keeps like the the fun elements right too. Whereas when you get to like five and six, he's it's still dark. he's still doing the I love magic, but <laughs> it's like a dark movie. You're like, but like I don't, bro, I don't like, you need it. to be beyond that at yeah, this point. Like, like there should be it. moments that bring your humanity back. Yeah, but you shouldn't be a fucking wide eyed doe. It's nonsense. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Whereas like uh, four and three, I think do the best job. Like we talked about it briefly last week. I think one and two are probably just kids movies. So but they're still good. I still enough. like them. Yeah, they're not they're not terrible. They're not bad at all. But like. The ones that I should like the most, the five, six, sevens, just taking a quick drink there. Yeah, sorry, five, guys. six, seven. Parched. Just, it, it goes too far. So there's that middle section where I think they changed directors in the middle section. So the third one was done by, I think it's He's Al- good. The guy that Alfonso did the third one Curon, I think it is. And yeah. I lo- they should have kept him. Like, yeah. he was the one for me. Um, moving on though, are, are, is there anything else you were watching? Oh, what, I haven't told you anything. I've been well, you said you yet. hadn't watched anything. So <laughs> no, I I've, I've caught up with a couple <laughs> bits. I've, um, these are mainly things I've managed to do in the kind of background. Like last weekend, had date night with the said partner, and we watched a movie that I would love us to talk about sometime. I would love us to talk about The Mummy from 1999. I'm down. I'm down to do a like... Such a good movie. A retro episode. Such a good movie. The first one is really good. I remember loving it. Even the second one, I was. I think I liked. Yeah, I, I, I mean, was I was useful. Aside from the PS2 CGI, like it's great. <laughs> That's just, the rock of breakaway going, star. That's just the t- sign of the times, right? Oh, absolutely. Really. This is when the rock was still a normal sized human being. Yeah. I mean, what? for a wrestler. Oh yeah. He was the scorpion. He was king. so thin, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Comparatively. He was scorpion king? Yeah. 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 He was great in that. Um, wow. Other things. Have you heard about the, the masters of the universe remake, the He-Man? No. So uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith. Oh, the you, Netflix you know one? Kevin Smith. He's done on Netflix. He's yeah. done a series of Netflix. Uh, sorry. Masters of the universe. And, I watched the first episode, really enjoyed it. Like, it keeps the sensibilities of the originals. Like, there's a lot of, like, like big-eyed wonder, but at the same time, <laughs> it's quite. It, it's got, like a, like, a darker element to it as well, which I really like. They've sort of changed the focus a little bit. It's not just... It's not just He-Man being He-Man. It's like, <laughs> after you... If you watch the first episode, you'll see... It's only like 25 minutes. You'll see that they have changed the focus of it quite yeah. a lot. It's good. Um, and I've also been listening to the audiobook of Dune. Oh, so getting are you ready trucking, for, are you trucking through um i'm trying to it's it's going a lot quicker than when i was trying to read it i've just i, I find that if i'm li- audio booking it i just fit it into stuff so like i'll be working out yeah and i'll have it on in the background you know whereas if i'm trying to read and i, and I pick up more stuff so i was reading it when i was when i was like reading reading the book you let me i would miss bits because i would like I'd either be in the park and the dog would run up to me or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't yeah. be fully paying. Whereas when I'm listening to it, I'm like, Oh, now I understand why that's a certain thing. Like this can sound real stupid, but like the name of the planet's what, like Arrakis. And I didn't realize that it was just an, the, the second, another name for it was Dune. I didn't realize 
was the same thing. <laughs> well, it's also I just like really when you like read paying these, attention. When you read these things and you have no idea how to say them. Yeah. You're just like that you kinda they just kinda go like blah 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 in yeah. your brain. Yeah. And so you don't actually retain it. Whereas when someone just tells you like this is how you say it. Yep. And this from now on, this is how we're gonna say it. Like yep. that's kinda what the audiobook does. I, I hear you there. And in a week of listening to it, I've caught up to where I was in the book, like like that. There you go. Just by working out and doing stuff. So I feel like I'm I feel like I'm busting through stuff at the moment, which is a lot. Which is a lot of fun. Um, speaking of Dune, yeah. did you I did you hear? It. Did you see this week? So sick. The new Dune trailer it looks so sick. I got. I'm so hyped for this movie. Yes, I am too. I just hope I don't overhype myself because, like, I'm pretty hyped. Agreed. I'm trying to temper my expectations purely for the reason that well, we've talked about this plenty of times, right? I will t- try and only watch like one or two of the trailers max. Yeah. Like. What is it? Uh, a new trailer came out this week for Shang-Chi and like that's three months away and there's already been like four trailers. I'm like, I've seen most <laughs> of the fucking movie. Well, we hadn't like, seen much from Dune to be fair. Yeah, we'd only seen This the one teaser. did show a lot. It did. But also built a lot more of the story as well. But I'm okay with what I saw. I, it made me just like, I want to see that, but the whole scene. Because like, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I already yeah. know how it ends. So I'm not so, really... Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. I can guess. Like I'm not yeah. an idiot, but like it looks like spectacular. Yeah, it really does. Like the visuals... Just the design oh Act- and the acting seems like they, I pretty much agree with all the choices they made. Yes. With, with castings. Who do you, who do you like the look of most? Cause I'm, I, I'm confused that the Carl Drago character, I thought he would be same. someone else. I same. And that's the one where I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. But I'm also like, maybe that makes sense because when you think about the someone else that I think you thought he was going to be, which is one of the guys that are natives to Arachnus, right? Yes. Arachnus. Uh, Arrakis. He... I don't think he could play like the stoic bit of that that you would kind of need. Okay. Um, so now I'm kind of like actually sold on what they've done. But the one I really like is, uh, what's his name? His, the, his dad's right-hand guy. R- wrong, oh, I forget his name. Uh, Played by Thanos. Oh, but Josh Brolin Gur- Gurney. Yeah. Um, well, I forget the, is it Gurney? Yeah. yeah. I, I really like that casting. I think that's a good casting. I really like that casting. Because he's got that uh, like gruff gruffness should we yeah. say about him and like i he can do that sort of like almost hillbilly spitting yeah. type feel i get from that character but there's there's two people so i flicked onto the imdb and was just looking and i was like i don't think i've seen either of these two in the trailer and i don't know enough about the characters yet from my read through to know what they might be like but you tell me so stellan skarsgård who plays he is the crazy scientist in thor you know the older guy mm-hmm He's, he's in this. Play, yeah, he's playing uh, Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, who I've no oh, idea. He's, that's perfect. Okay, great. Yeah. I, I was interested in you because I just saw that's these. Perfect. I saw these two castings and wanted to know what your thoughts were. And here's the other one, uh, Javier Bardem. I didn't know he was in this. You know Javier Bardem? Yeah, he's uh, from he's uh, No Country for Still, Old Men. Yeah, playing Stilga. What yeah. do you feel about that? I don't remember who Stilga is. Unsure at this point. I've heard his name. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, to be fair, I haven't read this book in literally five years. Yeah. And again, as we noted, the names are kind of like, mm. like they're kind of weird. There's a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm having a look now. But honestly, man, like I can't fault any of his casting. It all looks so good. Like even like Zendaya looks fan- fantastic. Like mm. she's, I like Zendaya, but I've only really seen her in Spider-Man. So I'd like to see her do something a bit different. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Oh, Stilgar. He's actually perfect for Stilgar. What am I saying? It's a, it's a great casting. I'm so amped for this movie. It's also got um, uh, David, I'm never going to say this right, Dast Malchin. David Dast Malchin. So he's the guy in The Dark Knight hmm. who uh, Harvey Dent kidnaps and it turns out he's a schizophrenic 
and he's just he's just helping the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I mean? don't know what he he's in a bunch of stuff. He is uh, Peter DeVries. Who yeah, I his headshot is. is a bit weird. He he's <laughs> but he's also in the Suicide Squad, which speaking of is coming out in the week or so. We're gonna ha- we are definitely gonna do an episode on it. And have you heard the initial reviews for the Suicide Squad are? phenomenal good like from That's the great. first like 50 reviews it was sat at like 98 on rotten tomatoes yeah now i know we we don't put too much in store in like rotten tomatoes but that's it's pretty not, good. It's not nothing. We don't put nothing in it. Nah, we don't put yeah. too much star yeah. in it though. So, so I'm sorry. I got to go back real quick. Sorry, yeah, go. David Deshmalishian. Yes. <laughs> his headshot is exactly like go to IMDb and his yeah. like profile, which I'm sure his publicist chooses. Surely, just him sitting in a it's little. Hit, hit, he literally looks like every character he's huddled, ever played. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's like, dude, Are you really trying to get typecast? He knows his typecast. Yeah. He's in. Seriously. He's in that. He's in uh, Suicide Squad. He is playing Polka Dot Man, mm. who's like this nonsense character, but everyone seems to love him. Okay. Like from the from the comics, he's yeah. It, it's pretty much nonsense. Let's let's go with that. Um. All right. Have you heard this week? I have you heard that I've lost my place? Did you hear this week? We actually posted on our Instagram. Plug for our Instagram. It's uh, yes at Podcast Assemble. We've actually got a few followers on there now. It's actually really nice. Thank you all for joining. Anyone who's joining us from there, welcome. Mm-hmm. Glad to uh, glad to have you with us. Did you hear this week that uh, Dead Space is getting an official remake? I did, man. I'm pretty stoked on that. That's Dead Space, be like insane. It's one of those games that I haven't played but really want to. It's like way up my alley, and I'm now like, uh, do I just wait for the remake before I even Absolutely. play the original? Like, so I actually was texting my brother about this uh, this week, and I, he said he doesn't think it's coming out until 2023. So. I think it's a, like a brand new game, pretty much. Like, so I don't think it's like a res up. Like, okay, they're actually changing shit, which is good and bad. But uh, well, we'll still be in lockdown, so you got plenty of time. I, I guess my point is like <laughs> I could see it being a while away because of that. Yeah, it's okay. not just a touch up. Interesting. Yeah. That's gonna be good though, because I mean I didn't play them. My brother loved those games, and mm. I'm super keen to give them a go. Same. So like when when it comes out, maybe I'll maybe I'll wait till you've played it and borrow yours, which Easy. will be nice. Oh, I finished the Horizon Zero Dawn. I finally and finished it. And the final good. verdict is, it's an, it's an incredible game. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But like the ending, I liked the ending. And there is enough. I feel that they could that the sequel is coming out is warranted. I so that's what we talked about a few weeks back, right? Or maybe yeah. even months. Was like, was this always going to be a franchise with a sequel in mind, or do you think they added it on after? Well, great question. Because yeah. in the ending, and I didn't I didn't know about this until I watched it. The ending is if you watch all the way to the end of the credits, there's a post credit scene hmm. in the in the actual game. So wow. I'm like, damn, okay. I heard the plot is really good. Great. Awesome yeah. plot. Really interesting. Yeah. Lots of twists and turns. It's a shame I'd had it all ruined for me by watching way too much YouTube. <laughs> but uh, there's a couple of other bits of news I'm going to fly through super quick for you. Um, did you ever watch Gangs of London? Gangs of New York or Gangs of Gangs London? Gangs of London. Is it's that a, a BBC movie? Um, it's a TV show, I think. Is it like I think a documentary? It was on Sky? No, no, no. I do no. remember hearing it's about it. It's a TV it, show. Um, it had uh, Caitlin Stark in it. She was in it. Oh, okay. uh, I can't remember who any of the actors are named. I actually genuinely really like this show. It took a lot of the great, a lot of good sort of almost, um, I forgot his name, the dude who did Snatch. Why have I lost this? Guy Ritchie? A lot of the good Guy Ritchie elements, but took the humor out of it. Hmm. So like, it was very, it was quite dark and it had some really cool martial arts in it. Um, my only real gripe with it, with it was the main character. Like sorry, the, the main bad, the main bad guy. Okay. He was built a certain way through how he's portrayed in the show but he didn't fit 
that mold for me. Like he, the casting didn't work. The casting didn't work. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he was a particularly good actor when everyone else around him was great. Like the main uh, that makes it even more obvious, doesn't it? Yeah, the main yeah. dude who you follow. Um, I wish I could remember his name. Is a black dude who's bloody incredible at martial arts. Uh, insane, insanely great actor. Like, yeah. like I could watch him all day. And then, um, this dude who's just sort of like supposed to be propping up the the story. Awful. Yeah, that's tough. But then the ending was a bit odd as well. Like so how do we get on to this again? Without you, uh, is there what was the news? I'm sorry. Oh, it yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I just asked you about it. <laughs> so the news is that se- there is a season two coming, but it's okay. uh, it's being shut down production because of COVID. Uh, of course. So yeah. <laughs> more negatives. Thank yeah. you, COVID. Okay, I'm gonna spin. Plus COVID. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. I'll spin through a couple of others, and there's one or two maybe we can talk about at the end that I think you'll enjoy. Um, so Michael B. Jordan's production company is reportedly making a Superman project for HBO Max, focusing on Val Zod, who uh, essentially we're getting a black Superman project. Wow. It's awkward. You have to say black Superman. I feel like it should just be Superman. Well, but enough people don't know about the Val Zod side of things. I think so. it's fair that you have to just inform. It's not, sure. it's not your fault that you have to inform. Well, it's just the reality. On, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's from Collider, which is a particularly solid source. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I don't know, I love my, we, you know we love Michael B. Jordan on this show. I mean, everybody does. Everybody Including Nicki Minaj. Have you seen that? Have you seen no. that? At the BET Awards, she said, some, she gets up and accepts her award and says something like, no one's going to undress me except for you, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Latest night, maybe. Wink. And then like goes off stage <laughs> or something. I was like, damn, Yo. she is shooting her shot. Yo. Anyway. At the BET Awards. It was like on stage, bro. It actually accepted the Good award. Good for her. Yeah, Man, exactly. shoot your shot. Good for him. We should normalize, <laughs> we should normalize girls shooting their shot. I think I it's feel totally like it's a fair. thing. Okay, um, yeah. two of the bits, super quick. We we have found out this week that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, where we will find out more about Jonathan Major's character, who we've just found, who we've just met in Loki. It's begun filming. So nice. I think that's a 2023 release end of. So yeah, that should be good. You're excited Sorry. about it. Feb, Feb 17, 2023. I'm, no. I'm not excited about the Ant-Man part. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm excited about the, theme. The, the rest of it. We, we officially have uh, a release date for uh, the new double, the new Bond movie, No Time to Die. It's October. I think God, it's October 17. Jesus I just want to get it over with now. Yeah. Just show me the goddamn movie. Poor fucking... And he has another Sick one he has to do, doesn't it. he? Or is this the last one? I think it's his last one. Yeah. I don't think he'll do another one. Well... Did you hear this week that the critics have had their say on the Green Knight movie? You've seen the Green Knight movie trailers, right? No. It looks amazing. What is this? Um, this. Let me just quickly find the it's green, um it's, De- it it's Dev Dev Patel. Okay. And um, it's weird. It's like this sort of like knights and shining armor meets magic meets weird crazy tree monster wait actually i think i have seen a tr- i think a i sent you this, this i think i sent you a preview a while ago yeah well anyway the critics uh are giving it like amazing um glowing reports nice. it's apparently insane i'd actually quite like to do an episode on that next week if you would be up for it who I, i'm down who is the who's the director david bowery kind of looks like um benicio no is it benicio del toro how do you say his name benicio del toro Who's the guy that the made? You're thinking of sorry, Guillermo, who's the guy that made the Guillermo del Toro? Guillermo del Toro. It does look. It's got that kind of sensibility, like hasn't style. it? Yeah, I can't, that's a good shout. I wonder anyway. who it is. Do you want to have a quick look while we're? I, I'm well, looking now. It's David Lowry. Oh, I don't know David. Who Lowry. I don't know. That's but interesting. He has done other things such as 
nothing you would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal. Look, Your if we, if we can gun. find that, I'd love to do an episode on it this week because... Next week, sorry. Not this week. Let's do it instead of this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm down. Because I'm it down. looks incredible. Um, and it's if it's getting out. these great reviews... Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know how we'd watch it, though. It's not obviously... We're not going to be able to go to cinemas, so... Uh, let's we'll find figure it out. out. Let's, let's have a think. Let's figure it out yeah. and come back to that. So, final one I'm going to tell you about is... And this is one of my one of my passions, shall we say. Did you hear this week that there is apparently a live-action Final Fantasy series in the works for Netflix? Now, no. do you care about Final Fantasy I just series? don't know if that'll land. Okay. I feel like um, I feel like they've made some really interesting inroads with shows like the Castlevania show. The, the, the Resident Evil show's uh, anime is also on there now. I think if they can take some of those... I, mean, like it's, I thought you said it was live-action. It is live action. What I'm saying is the story elements behind them. They've clearly mm. taken um, video games, which historically do not work well on uh, on screen in any way, shape, or form, and managed to get something out of the story that uh, we haven't seen in film before. We've talked about video game movies in the past. Yeah, no, I think it's an easier thing to do, though, in like an animated form than a live action one, to be honest. Because it's, it's closer to the original kind of venue than, say, like a live action TV show is. Okay. I think. Okay. Well, I'm interested because yeah. Final Fantasy stories tend to be huge epics. We're talking like the the, the, the type of thing that would fill a novel the same way. Uh, exactly. The That's does. the scary part. So, so like you do, if you don't have the budget, it just comes off tacky. It will need the budget. Because yeah. there, there was a, a movie version in about 2003, maybe. Did it come called, out? Yeah. It, oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was called The Spirits Within. And uh, it had phenomenal graphics for the time. Like the CGI was amazing. Yeah. But wow, it was bad. There it made go. no sense. I went to see it opening days, being a big Final Fantasy fan. <laughs> had no idea what's happening. I was so confused. Which is not a good look. They no. should at least see if you know what Final Fantasy is, you should at least be a yes. piece. Well, every Final yeah. Fantasy game is different, right? Of like, course, of course. The the irony of calling something final and then doing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen is not lost on any of us. Yeah. <laughs> so that I'm I'm intrigued by that. I'm 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 excited for that. I think that's gonna be a fun old romp <laughs> we'll see well anyway I'm skeptical final bit of news which will um which which should segue us into our main topic nicely oh by the way if there's any news you guys have heard please let us know you can hit us up where can they hit us up the podcast assemble at gmail.com or on instagram we said instagram before or hashtag us on twitter we will eventually go back on and look at it um i'm getting a bit of help with the social media stuff i think yeah. coming up which would be nice means yeah. we'll maybe have some more content going out there we should start doing a bit of filming maybe of ourselves doing the podcast. So that could go on our social Future investments. Too. We'll, put the, we'll put the camcorder on the heater. We can <laughs> get a good view. Get a ni- no, we should put yeah. it on that side so we can get the view through the window. This Even is true. This we is mostly true. do it at night time so nobody else to see the beautiful <laughs> it'll view. It'll just be dark. <laughs> just, just well, who knows? Black. We're in lockdown for five, I mean, four more be, weeks. Could, could be, be six. We'll never leave. Jeez. I can't even leave this apartment <laughs> soon. You're never okay look final bit of news thanks guys if there is any news hit us up um we'll come back to correspondence at the end of the show um final bit of news was that uh daredevil actor charlie cox from uh the netflix show has had a scheduling conflict that meant he couldn't attend a show that he was supposed to be joining which a lot of people have speculated lines up with the filming of doctor strange in the multiverse of meaning he which means he could be there for some reshoots of either the spider-man movie Oh, the Doctor Strange Meaning movie. somebody, yeah, he got big dogged. Marvel was like, nah, bro, if you're in the MCU, maybe you gotta show up, bro. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll, I would love, we've talked about this, hashtag save Daredevil. Yeah. I want to see that version of Daredevil in the MCU. What that do you think? That could happen. Well, 
that brings us nicely segueing into the main topic this week the great debate the great round debate. one look we <laughs> we decided to do something a bit different this week to give you guys a bit of a new flavor do you want to preface it for us? So we basically are uh, setting up a, a debate about yes. a topic, and the topic is Daredevil 2003. 2003. We thought what we'd uh, do is we'd pick a divisive movie. I didn't even know this was divisive, by the way, but Thomas so informed divisive. me that it's divisive. We can do, we can, yeah. The thought is, if this goes down well and people like it, we'll do other divisive movies over time. One I personally thought about was Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I can do that. We could happily do that. I can do that. What we did was we flipped a coin beforehand. One of us is going to be on the pro side. One of us is going to be on the con side. And we have to put forward three debate points. I, well, I guess if they're points, then I think it's arguments, but we'll... Arguments. Yeah, so, arguments. So and then a closing An closing opening statement. argument, a secondary argument, and a closing argument? Is that the... the Something along those lines. Something along those lines. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and mine are not as concise as they should be, but that's part of the fun. Yeah. You guys can determine who wins. Well, why don't we just start then with your stupid plot summary? My stupid plot summary is a martial arts savant and sonar hearing Ben Affleck is Daredevil, where it's love at first scent as he proceeds to smell, sexually harass, soak, and almost kill his soulmate, all the while saving Hell's Kitchen from a white supremacist-esque pub gambler working for a black guy. Yeah. That's doesn't, not bad, actually. Doesn't quite add up. I didn't quite like that. <laughs> I think if you had a bit more conviction there, I'd have been fully on board uh, with you. Well, I just the the lack of conviction comes from the fact that they made they made him look like a white supremacist bullseye. Yeah, they really did. But like, he works for a black guy, so it made no sense. I don't know what they were trying to do there. Well, historically, in the comic books, Wilson Fisk is very white, and that was apparently one of the topics that a lot of people were not happy about. That they chose a black actor to play. Well, I thought he he was. Fair cast great. Yeah, that wasn't apparently, it, but it was just like, what's up with Bullseye? Apparently, yeah. um, apparently he had to stand on like Tom Cruise-style wedges because I didn't know this, but Ben Affleck's 6'4". Huh. So he, to be towering over Ben Affleck, yeah. he had to be stood on like, yeah. I assume a box <laughs> <laughs> to look like he he's taller than him. Guy, he's a big boy. Apparently anyway, he put on the weight. Okay, yeah. So mine is, Naughty's comic book movie adaptations meet PS2 CGI in a mashup of seemingly all of the titular characters' most iconic comic book parals, panels. Uh, Daredevil, played by Ben Sink Affleck, does, <laughs> does his best to murder, murder as many civilians as possible in his earliest audition for Zack Snyder's Batman. Yeah, kind of. It's like, it is like dark, it's dark it's Daredevil dark. meets dark Batman. Anyway. It's real dark. Look, so what we're going to do, I think, to begin with is... We're going to say if we think this is better or worse than Outcome Man oh, 2018. Oh, we're going to start with that. Okay. We'll start with that. And then at the end, we have to decide if we, either of us have managed to push the other the other way. Okay. Well, I think I, it's worse Okay. than 2018 Aquaman's, Aquaman's well, 2018. I think because I'm siding for the better, for the cons, yeah. I'm going to say right now, oh, I think it's better. I think okay. it's better than Aquaman 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, well, with that, should I open up? Opening I arguments. don't know which goes first. Is the defense or the... That's a great question. <laughs> Who knows? Mine's go, quick if you want me to you go, go first. first. My op- opening argument is quite quick. Um, this film has done its job for me in this one for my <laughs> opening argument for why this movie is a steaming pile of shit. It starts no further than its opening shot, which many hardcore fans may claim is promising, but I would argue is the opposite. The opening shot is Ben Affleck cuddling a cross in a leather gimp suit. Tommy, you have chosen to defend this movie. God help you. In a 
the Kimsu. That's hilarious. That is my opening argument. Brilliant. I love it. It's Nothing a great argument. Said. <laughs> I don't know if we should maybe talk about that before I go into mine, or should I give you mine and we can you talk? You mean uh, talk about a bit of the context? To yeah, what the just give, give a bit more context. So this is apparently a really iconic shot from the comics. It I really is. Um, but when I saw it, and, and I think a lot, to give more context, it gave a lot of people high hopes that this might be the comic book Good. movie that they'd all been waiting for that, you know, in the 90s they didn't get, whether it was through X-Men or the other ones that were made before this, well, I don't really know. Thank but, you, because that yeah. opens up my argument perfectly. Okay, there you go. Thank Let's you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so my opening argument, my first argument, whatever you want to call it, is without this movie, and of course others, we'd just never have got the MCU as it is right now. Um, this particular movie gave minor breaks to not only John Favreau, but also you would maybe not know, Kevin Feige was an executive producer on this film. Mm-hmm. So... We all know, of course, Favreau went on to star in Iron Man and ma- and direct the first two. Um, apparently, as part of his deal in this, he began conversations with the guys at Marvel about making the Iron Man movie, which is super interesting. And also, Kevin Feige learned from this experience and all of his experience on the X-Men movies put together and now has built the biggest franchise in movie history and so all fair all fair the movie uh and of course the movie wasn't released as intended to be so building an understanding of this movie has helped these two mavericks go away and create the biggest franchise of all time so my argument really here is that without this movie we wouldn't be where we are today and this podcast (laughs) maybe wouldn't exist Maybe. All right, all right, I hear you. Um, That's a pretty good should I do a counter argument to this, or do you want to? I don't know how debates work, so you tell me. I guess what I will say is we'll give one counterpoint to each sure. person's point, which okay. I, I kind of gave you your own counterpoint. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> all fair. In, in essence, I guess you are arguing the ends justify the means. Absolutely. But the fact is, there is no footnote on this movie if you view it in a vacuum of hey this guy eventually made the mcu great there are some redeeming qualities in that they tried to create a little a a universe in this later i think that that's context that we should add but at the end of the day you have to watch the film in isolation for what it is to judge it against another film in isolation for what that is and this thing is worse than aquaman aquaman minor minor rebuttal before we move on yes understanding where the mcu is right now considering we have the multiverse of madness yes any movie is fair game would you want to we return could still Affleck? see any of these guys come in like it could happen so not don't, saying that it can don't 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 rule out the the future as not part of this it, argument not saying that it can the, the present is very much part of this but, 2003 but would movie would that change your view of the 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 quality of this film if he if ben affleck showed up <laughs> if happy hogan john favreau turned up and spoke to himself as um happy yep. hogan um that would be hilarious all right he plays uh what's his character in this? I forgot the guy's name. It's um, It's the Murdoch's lawyer friend. Yeah, that's gonna really annoy me because he's really annoying in the T V show. Um anyway, go on. Yeah, have a look. So my second argument, and I'll summarize it with uh three or four words here. <laughs> Inconsistency in plot, tone, and execution. All right. So now we're getting into the technical bit. Foggy Nelson, sorry. Foggy Nelson. There you go. We're getting into the tech- technical bit for my uh second argument. It's meant to be dark, right? We see pretty early on that this is, as you said Straight in your dumb summary, 
this is Ben Affleck as Dark Batman, but he's not Batman. He's uh, he's Daredevil, I guess. The uh, but it's not really dark. It's meant to be. It kills a lot of people, but then all the fight scenes and the gore and the actual tone feels very PG thirteen. And I guess the argument I'm making here is it's inconsistent in its tone. It's it's saying this is a guy who who takes no prisoners and does what's right for the greater good of justice, but then it doesn't show the actual what that looks like and the, how it feels and the gore and the blood and what, and I guess the negative side of that, it's very um, inconsistent in its, uh, in its theme and the way it displays what it's trying to say. Do I rebuttal now or wait till I've said uh, this? Ca- you can rebuttal that point if you want, but I've got two more that are a part of that. Okay. Sorry. You carry on. Um, it does a lot of big, uh, big point this. It does a lot of, all well, I'm saying it's inconsistent in its plot and tone. So this is seems, the next bit. It seems plot. like you can't be concise with this. It seems tone, like uh... tone was that bit. Plot is the next bit. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of, you know, show don't tell, like we got Ben Affleck narrating what happens for the first 30 minutes. You mean tell of, don't show. Or it's a lot of, well, it's telling, not showing. We want show. We want to show. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of not what you that want. That was a little, little mix up there. Been a long week. And it's really annoying, especially when it's fucking Ben Affleck doing it. For some reason to me, it just annoys me. Um, so I'd rather them have showed us him figuring out his senses and struggling to do this rather than telling us that he just did. And suddenly this guy can do, you know, handstands on the side of him on a side of a building. It's not that clean. You don't just suddenly seek justice. You don't just suddenly do handstands on the side of the building and you don't just suddenly have bat sonar. All right. It doesn't happen that fast. You build these skills and we didn't get that. So that's point two. And then point three of that inconsistency is the execution. You know, why is this maniacal, maniacal, maniac guy, throwing darts why does he have a bullseye in his head does he have some condition that might make us sympathize with him no He's a why does he look like a white supremacist why why is he dressed this way we don't get anything there's no execution on the villains see that's uh, your honor whoever that is that's <laughs> a completely separate point you've made there and you i, I would Plot, prefer tone you to, and I execution would, i would prefer you to redact that final point <laughs> i will not redact it the execute uh, the, the plot, execution of villains is a completely different point to what you're saying about storyline saying inconsistency in the plot tone and execution has nothing to do with the villain you're saying the villain has nothing to do with the plot I, i'm saying it's a separate point uh, can you tell me that can plot. you tell them again because i've rebuttals for all three even though that was a very long okay point. so i said the tone is inconsistent yes Okay, the so plot is inconsistent in its in in its execution. Okay, so those I guess those two last points are part of the plot, right? Okay, if you want to if you want to re- redact the villain, I still got closings, baby. Sure. So I can redact the villain. I will make two quick rebuttals to your six points you made there, <laughs> Your Honor, which is way too much. Um, <laughs> so first and foremost, you say that the tone of the movie is inconsistent. I would beg to differ. There are two two factors behind that. First and foremost, the movie wasn't released in the state it should have been released in. They butchered this movie in post, so you lost a lot of interesting stuff, which would have fleshed out the characters and made it a lot more consistent. There's a prime example whereby dying Ben Affleck, no, Ben Affleck's done his duty for the day and is so tired he has to jump into his weird coffin to go to sleep, and he hears with his bat sonar that something horrible is happening outside, but he's just so tired that he has to just ignore it, and he has to go to bed with the feeling of this horrible thing's happening and I can do nothing about it. So, butchered in post, key mm-hmm. point. You have to really watch the director's cut, which is unfortunate. And the other point is, you said him just jumping to having a, a sonar hearing. Dude, how many times have you seen a goddamn uh, first movie for a superhero 
and it's been 95% this crap origin that we've seen 80 times. I'm talking about Spider-Man here. I know what you're and, talking about. And, there's a, and it's just unrelenting. And you just want to go like, just, I don't want to see that. So I think understanding that every comic book character has a sad backstory. We all know that. If you, The quicker that happens, the better. Is my rebuttal? I, I think that's, ah, a, that's my rebuttal. It's that's my a fair. Now. That's a fair point. I, in the context of not our argument, I did read about this oh, yeah. stuff that was left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, um, that's some very cool scenes. There is, but yeah, but again, you yourself said it. It's on the cutting room floor. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Moving my, on. To, my second point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. Now this is going to be, I think, a little bit controversial, maybe, because maybe against what a lot of people think about this. But my second argument is for the music in this movie now stop me stop me if you think i'm being ridiculous but <laughs> i think the music in this movie it's lightning in a bottle baby like it takes me to a time it, does. it takes me to a time when i was younger i was fresher and this stuff was actually supposedly good music it was a simpler time and what's funny about it is in many ways this still kind of happens like you listen, all right. So I'm gonna listen to you a few here. So we've got Evanescence, we've got Huberstank, we've got P.O.D., we've got The Calling, we've got Nickelback, who were huge at that time, mm -hmm. and they just done the ending to the biggest Spider-Man movie ever made, I think, with Hero, mm. the Chad Kroger song. Now, movies have been <laughs> movies. Hang on, movies have been trying to grab this line in the bottle for a long time now. All of the Michael Bay Transformer movies, which by the way all make over a, mil a billion dollars easily all finish with like a Linkin Park song or some crap emo indie uh, emo po post-punk song 90s 90s alti rock song they've been trying to early get 2000s. they've been trying to gather this magic ever mm. since because they know it works it's got the right emotional strings it's got the right emotional strings and it's heavy enough that you're not you know just depressed by everything i think if you take it in isolation i'd listen to the album for this I think it's okay, good. Okay. I think it's good. Is fun. that your second point? You, you are more concise than I was. I'll give you another point on that if you, you want. You can rebuttal, please. So, the creator of this movie obviously never heard the Kanye song limit party rule, which is, you know, only two Kanye songs an hour, right? That same rule, and it shouldn't have to be said, also applies to Evanescence in a movie. You cannot have two Evanescence, songs, two Evanescence songs within 30 minutes of each no other. You said no more than two Kanye songs. I said no more than... It applies... There's it only applies, two in this movie. It applies to there this movie. There are only two. <laughs> and it was two in 30 minutes. <laughs> there's a sub-30 There's a sub 30 minute rule that I'm enacting for you Evanescence. You can't make new rules to a dumb I rule just you did. just made up. I ju it's not made up. We it's use this in college all the time. It's a nonsense rule. There's a limit to two songs, two Kanye songs an hour. There is a limit to two Evanescence songs within 30 minutes. But you're not rebuttaling the fact that this is a lightning in a so bottle moment. This, like was, this was... Any the, of these bands at that time This was huge. This was my first point about the music, which was I had it in my closing argument, but thank you for addressing it. Um, well, you can hold off and the, we'll come back the, to it. The, third, the, the other part of this combating is who were... Well, who you listen to them? Who were they? I thought I heard some Hoobastank in there. You there was some Nickelback. Was it who else? Who else was in it? Hoobastank, Nickelback. It was Hoobastank. Pod the call. It was. It was Hoobastank, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's uh you know shows you when the, the reason it, it shows you when the movie song. was made. It shows you when the movie was made. I it absolutely and and I'm not saying it doesn't date the movie, but what I'm saying is that you can't 
you can't look at that and just remember a time in your life that was just simpler. Well, it was simpler, though <laughs> I may not have thought it based off the music I was listening to. Look, let's let's move on to your third um, argument. In any case, the uh, my closing argument is literally entitled nonsense. So uh, I will now proceed to list all the nonsense about this movie that should lead the listener to agree with me. This is worse than Aquaman. Hmm. What is this dad of dare of uh, what's his dad's dad? name? Mr. Murdoch. This what, boxer what, dad. Oh, his dad. Okay, yeah. What on. is he an aspiring mother Teresa? The amount of Marys and crosses in that household. Absurd. Argument. It was absurd. Religion. But it was not Get just over, over the bed. It was every wall. Every, it was a bit crazy given, given he was in underworld crime. All right. It was a bit of a, yeah. bit of a, a bit, a bit ironic. X-ray vision. It just comes naturally. There's no, like, what, we're just going to skip over that. Anyway. Your, your honor, is this an argument or is he just listing things? The, that I'm literally enjoy? listing nonsense. You can't list, you can't just list things. I'm listing nonsense. Get to, get to the point. Are they serious with the paper clips? I can't remember the paper clips. He throws paper clips at the guy oh, and kills him. All right. Look, if you want to make a point about the villains, you he need literally, to make a concise point this is about not, the No, this is, this is nonsense. This is my, my point is nonsense. I'm listing the nonsense. All right. Does every superhero movie need a ripped shower sequence? Seems to happen a lot. It does seem to happen a lot. He literally smells Jennifer Gardner. Right, like <laughs> the amount of cheese on this soundtrack would make even the most overweight and starved sportsman not eat his nachos. Is this your closing argument, or is this this is, the... this is my closing? All oh, right, argument. okay. So we're only doing two. Okay, got it. And then, um, you know, in essence, I have covered a lot of this already, so I'm skipping. I do have a question for Jennifer Garner. What did the sandbags do to her? <laughs> and um, who is dropping them? Yes. <laughs> Why am I helping but, you? <laughs> all fair, right? At the end of the day, though, you know, when we, when we need to think about, you know, is this movie better or worse than Aquaman, Aquaman, all I can say is when a secondary character, John Vavos humor and Jennifer Gardner's hotness are the only positives to the movie, mm. it's worse than Aquaman mm. 2018. Mm. Tell me, I, I, leave I don't my even need to rebuttal that. I don't even need to rebuttal that because my third and closing statement does a perfect job of counteracting all of what <laughs> you've just said. So, take a seat, even though you sat down. I am, I am <laughs> seated. All right. So, long story short, it's just a movie which is hamstrung by the time it was released. Look, it deals with complex, interesting themes about the loss of a loved one multiple times in some cases <laughs> um it's subtly cast excellently outside of jennifer garner look it it has the likes of obviously we've talked about john favreau michael duncan clark's amazing uh john pantolino is phenomenal it even has cameos from kevin smith himself <laughs> frank miller the comic book artist and stan lee even makes a cameo considering all of this it was just released a decade too early um, if this character was used, if this film was made now, or if this film was released now, with all it, with all the shit that's going on with superhero movies and all the love that's going on, you would be convinced in a heartbeat that this is better than Aquaman twenty eighteen. I'm not allowed to combat that because it's a closing statement. Okay, but if I were, <laughs> <laughs> well, now but if we I were, just... we are not. It is not being made now. It is made before, and it is what it but is. But you're watching it now. Yes. You're watching Only it now. Only because you of this not, fucking do you not absurd think, concept. Do you not think this is not better than Aquaman 2018? 
I have a really special place in my heart for Jennifer Gardner. So <laughs> if we're getting out of the role play, I think it might be. I think it is. But I don't really like Hawkman 2018. So this was hard for me to argue to begin well, with. Well, <laughs> neither. I just also don't really like Ben Affleck in this stage of his career. So I'm at like really big odds with myself. But uh, yeah, I think it, I think it probably is. Well, right, argument, oh, like fun based, role play aside. Based off the arguments then, better or worse? I think probably better. You think I won the argument? I don't think you won the argument. Oh, <laughs> I think it's probably better. Look, what we'd love to do is we'd love you guys to let us know whether you think it is better than Aquaman 2018 or worse. If you go want to go with our um, want to go with our strange rating rating system, <laughs> or if you think one of us convinced you more than the other, we'd love Please to let us know. Let us know. Hit us I up do, on I just, all the channels. I just got to say though, the, the killer is the two Evanescence songs in 30 minutes. Dire. Yeah, I actually liked both. I couldn't songs keep a straight face while I was saying but it. But back in the day, man, Evanescence banged like that was. Those Look, things were. I am going to give you a couple of bits of trivia about this movie before we wrap up because All I right. think it's fun to talk about this crap movie from 2003. Um, the let's be honest, it's just not a good movie, is it? Um, Stan Lee himself. If I, if you wanted any argument, you could have just looked at the trivia for this movie mm-hmm. to to dis- discredit it. So Stanley himself disliked the movie because he felt it was too tragic. Now, when I read, obviously he means the plot's a tragic plot, yeah. which Daredevil's story generally is. But I read it as in like this fucking movie. It's tragic. tragically bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he, he makes his cameo, right? Like as yeah, you said, he he's, he's he just walking down the street. Well, interestingly, going back to an old favorite of the show, who we've talked about way more than anyone should ever have to talk about, Guy Pearce. He was apparently offered the lead role. Um, he turned it down because he thought that comic book movies weren't really his bag and obviously he did change his mind later on because he was in Iron Man 3 I reckon he could have pulled it off actually I think he could have been good yeah. at this I actually think he would have back in the day made a really good John Constantine do you remember mm, that see I there's another one we've just said two uh, we've just said Keanu two movies play that? Yeah. yeah we've just said two movies we can do a debate about mm. John Constantine and Iron Man 3 I don't think I've ever seen Constantine it's alright Yeah. alright here you go uh, this just take this sort of harkens harkens back i love saying that to a couple of bits i've already said so while working on the movie uh john favreau began discussions with marvel over what would eventually become iron man 2008 which <laughs> is the first obviously movie in the mcu uh once the daredevil rights had reverted back to marvel in 20, 2012 they announced plans to start a daredevil 2015 netflix series as well which at the time was also part of the mcu so it's really interesting that this had seeds everywhere, little mm-hmm. little bits kicking around. Ooh. It is. And it makes me wonder, and you might have the answer to this, like when did they Probably decide not. that the MCU actually began? Like was it with Iron Man? They're like, it was you Iron know Man. what? Yeah. I, I know that they decided that, but was it retroactive? No. So what happened was Marvel were, once again, they ran out of money, as, as they tend to do. They go through, they basically through, especially the 90s, they when comic book sales started to decline, they basically just went through all these waves of selling their big characters. Yeah. So they would they they obviously sold off Spider Man for basically nothing, and the mm-hmm. X Men and uh, the Fantastic Four, all the all the people you'd expect. Daredevil was obviously one of them, and they pulled all their resources. I think they had like it was something like nine thirty million maybe was it ninety million for the Iron Man movie? And what they did was they were like they put all of their money into this into the Iron Man two thousand eight project, and they. They took a loan, and the um, what they put up against the loan was all of their characters. Wow! So they just said everything they had remaining. That's interesting. Yeah, everything they had remaining, they Back were like, themselves. "Yeah, this is 
if this movie doesn't work, we're done. It's like you take the characters and you can do what you want with them. Yeah. Um, which is super fucking interesting. And obviously, Iron Man the first one was a huge success. And this this is what I find so interesting about the MCU, or more specifically, other franchises that try and try and ape the the cinematic universe. You're talking like your dark universe with the mummy with tom cruise and you're talking about obviously the dc films and yeah you know everything that tries to build these huge franchises these days the mcu didn't start with a two billion dollar movie it started with iron man 2008 which nah, it was started with a really good casting and a good story exactly yeah. it started with a great story a director who had a vision and and some passion behind it yeah. whereas you look at like you look at the this, what was the first movie man of steel mm-hmm. like I think that film had a vision. I don't think it had a good story. It had a strange, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like your upbeat Superman movie mm-hmm. that you would, ex- not your grandpappy Superman movie. No. <laughs> so I, I, I think it just had a, I will find him. Yeah. I think that's from that one, isn't it? Yeah. That's I like that scene. Uh, Michael Shannon. I will find him. <laughs> I just screams it randomly. I was like, dude, fucking chill. Chill the hell out. Right, you'll find him. I get Snap it. Snap his neck while you're there. Why don't you? Um, but yeah. So that's the short version of that story, which I think is super fucking interesting. It is. It is. Well, good for backing themselves. I'm glad they did. I'm gl- Well, aren't we all? Otherwise, <laughs> would we be here realistically? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, anyway, like we said, let us know what you guys think of Daredevil 2003, I think we said at the top. Yep. We'd love to know which, if, we, if I swayed you, if you now think it's a half-decent movie and you'd rewatch it, or if uh, Dre convinced you never to think about it ever again, which... <laughs> Please you know, let us know in the comments, in we, the... We'd love to. In the emails, we'll, we'll, we'll broach them next week. And speaking of correspondence, we have a couple of bits this week. Let's do it. Do you want to hear from the, the tweeps? <laughs> The tweeps. What do we call our friend? What do we call Tweepers? our friends of the show? Oh, friends of the show. I'd love to hear from you. The thoughts. The thoughts. Jeez, that sounds like terrible. <laughs> That's Tommy, weird. Why did he? Let's uh, not do that. What are you doing to you guys. <laughs> All right. So uh, we posted actually on Instagram this week about the new Dune movie. We talked about it up top. We're both very, very excited. Stoked. And I just said, we, we sort of said, you know, like, what are people excited for that's coming up this year outside of the Dune movie? And we had friend of the show, Matt. Thank you, friend of the show, Matt. He contacted and said that he's excited for the Venom 2 movie, yeah. which he says is uh, is going to be up in the terrible twos, but he's hoping to keep it keeps the humor up. What do you think? I, I agree with that. I like Tom Hardy, so yeah, I'll watch it. All right. All right. You didn't like Venom. I didn't at all. It was like, but it was no worse than the frick half the MCU movies we've been forced to watch. Like, huh. I'm trying. I'm actually giving DC credit here, right? This mm. is not normal for me. Um, DC. Sorry, not you mean DC. Sony. Sony. Okay. Uh, which is also not normal for me. Um, it's better than the one we just watched with Scarlett Johansson. Okay. I think it's more creative Venom. i should really watch it again it's not I it's, think so, it's way less formulaic than okay. that movie yeah well i mean that was just the, the, the marvel formula wasn't yeah. it um you know you know what i was it's so funny when we talk about aquaman 2018 uh, i actually had a conversation with a buddy this week and they were like what's the end goal of the podcast what are you what are you driving what's the what do you want and i was like i, I don't this know this isn't a cinematic universe like right yeah exactly <laughs> we're not making a cinematic this universe this isn't a fucking sacred timeline bro but i i feel like I feel like when we reach whatever we want to reach with this podcast and we're both ready to move on, 
the final one we should ever do, we should just review Aquaman 2018. <laughs> I feel like that should be our, like, that but should I be our point in the to. sand. Yeah, well, neither do to. I. But wouldn't that just be such a sweet way to, it to would, cap it, would it all give off? us all closure, wouldn't it? Uh, we had two other bits of correspondence this week. So thank you, friend of the show, Steve. We really appreciate it. Um, he, he was asking our feelings on the MCU shows so far. He himself wasn't a big fan of uh falky bookie boy but um he said he did like wandavision and he says that he thinks the loki was the best for him which kind of fits with our viewing so far Mm -hmm. i think agreed agreed yeah he did ask a question um he says he supposes that marvel is now using these series specifically as a tool to push the mcu forward uh, which might have made the ending of the Loki show suffer. Do we think that was the case? I know you do. Kinda. Yeah, I don't. I think it was. I think it, if anything, it like gave it more power. But you know, we're not gonna agree. On, we're not gonna agree on everything, as this episode was meant to point out. All right. Right. You know, we did a debate. It's true. We just yeah. did a debate. That's yeah. what we're about now. We now argue with each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one more final bit. So we had a uh, friend of the show, Lockie. Mm. Thank you, friend of the show, Lockie. Lockie is, as I mentioned, hopefully going to be helping us out with a bit of our social media, oh, which is thanks, really sweet of you. So thank you for the message, buddy. He says he loved he loved the show, Loki. And uh, in fact, it's one of his favorite characters, which, you know, we kind of agree with. But he did say that he thinks they missed a trick with Owen Wilson not getting his jet ski moment. Do we, Of course. Do you think he'll get that in the second I season? I think he will. I think, I he think will. that that is, that's going to happen. That's going to be his farewell, right? Whenever he exits, Surely. he'll either have a dream of him. Like maybe Loki will... Maybe he's going to die Ooh. and Loki will be able to use the enchanting of his brain to get him to a moment Ooh. where he gets his jets as he, he dies. Ooh, wow. I just, I think I may have cracked deep. the code. You went way too deep. There. Yeah. I, did, I did see a really cool thing actually on Instagram this week, which was, it was looking at a picture of the Owen Wilson Mobius we'd had all the way through the too. show. And then it. in the very last episode, his tie was tighter. His hair was different. His hair was a bit more clean. You know, so it's a different version of him. You can really see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, Lockie did say uh, in one of our great conversations, he enjoyed your conversation about Hollow, Halo Infinite <laughs> in episode nine of the podcast and, oh. wanted, and wanted to know what we're playing at the moment. What are you playing? I, uh, I'm about to crack into The Last of Us Part Two, but I've been Ooh. I've still been playing The Witcher, man. This game is fucking huge. Huge. So I'm actually like gonna just take a break from it, but I worry I won't go back, and I do want to know how the story That's ends. The tough part, yeah. Yeah, but uh, how far are you in? I'm pretty far into the main game, and like I think I'm probably 80 percent done with the story. Yeah. But there's like I got the game with like the other expansions, oh. and so there's like literally the a, wild a whole other game left yeah. in it. Yeah, like, that's what I just got. I got the uh, yeah. the Frozen Wilds for Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. which was what I was talking about before, and I don't know, like. I finished the game, so I know the ending, and I'm like, can I be fucked? Do I care about going back? Or doing it just that? depends how much you like the gameplay, right? And I do I, no, yeah. but I, I really grew in the gameplay. Like yeah. it grew on me massively. Like the, it's very much a case of like the more the stronger you get, the more fun you have mm-hmm. with some of the stuff you can do. Like, so it's not necessarily it, it does make you slightly stronger in like your power and stuff, your attack power, but it's more about like you get funkier stuff you, you can get do. more so creative. Like, yeah, you can like, you can ride like, ride the machines mm-hmm. like a horse and you can jump off and like do attacks while jumping off the horse. And mm. I'm like, 
I didn't realize that until like right at the end. I was like, fuck, I wish I'd had that earlier. That's a sick attack. I could have used that a couple yeah, times while 100%. I was hiding behind a rock and yeah. throwing an arrow. And there's also a cool thing you can get later on where, so like without trying to ruin it for you, you can override the machine. So uh, throughout the game, any machine you go by basically attacks you. Mm-hmm. But if you sneak up on some of them, you can override them, make them into this like horse type, mm-hmm. whatever. Compliant. So you're riding the horse. Yeah. yeah. But there's a move you can get, like one of the very last things you can get, whereby uh, if you just whistle, any machine will turn and come to you as a horse. So you can mm-hmm. just have an a army new... of machines. No, no, no. You can just get one. You can <laughs> have a new, like, um, a new steed wherever yeah. you are. It's fucking good. I wish I'd have had that before. <laughs> well, it's and, obviously... I'm, and I'm never going to replay through the game. It's just too long. I just don't have the time, unfortunately. Fair enough. Well, thank you all for sticking with it. We. We love it. We we love this episode. At least I did. I thought it was a we lot of fun. Appreciate you. Different. We love a good debate. Let us know in the comments below what you guys thought of it and if we should do another one soon. Dre, where can they find us again? The podcast assemble at gmail.com. <laughs> don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that's in my head right now. Or, yeah, oh, he's back. Brilliant. Um, or at uh, podcast assemble on Instagram or hashtag podcast assemble on Twitter. We will find you. We will. Thanks, Thank guys. you all for listening. Later. Bye.